NPTE StudyCast. Welcome to NPTE StudyCast. On the show with us now, Alicia Flock. Alicia, a physical therapist, NCS, and a professor of physical therapy at the University of South Carolina. Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We're covering vestibular disorders right now uh, for students preparing for the NPTE vestibular disorders can pop up. So what is it? Any sort of disruption that can occur from the vestibular apparatus, which is the inner ear, all the way through the cranial nerve into where it processes in the central nervous system. So any disruption along that path creates vestibular disorders. Anatomy. What's involved? You just mentioned a bunch of different anatomical terms. What could cause issues like this? Most of you are probably familiar with BPPB, which means there is problems within the vestibular apparatus, specifically the semicircular canal, and that creates sensation of moving when there actually isn't, so people feel dizzy. It can also be disrupted if there's a problem with cranial nerve 8 and all the way until it synapses in the brainstem. That's your peripheral vestibular nervous system. And then your central vestibular nervous system is after that synapse occurs in the brainstem, and then it travels on different pathways to reach different centers in the brain. At that point, you will have a central vestibular problem. Differential diagnosis. All right, so now we know what it looks like, but what else could it be? What's a differential diagnosis? A lot of times on the NPTE, they like to throw you a curveball. There are several differential diagnoses for dizziness, primarily because people we work with and the general public call dizziness and they refer to a variety of things. So it can be lightheadedness where they have a feeling that they might pass out or they feel faint. That's typically a dizziness associated with orthostatic hypotension. There is dizziness that refers to vertigo, which means room spinning, and that could be peripheral or central vestibular dysfunction. And then there's folks that refer to dizziness as a feeling of imbalance or disequilibrium. So they feel like they're going to become unsteady or they don't feel steady on their feet. And that can be as a result from a central or peripheral condition. But things that cause dizziness that aren't related to the vestibular system can be a result of polypharmacy, orthostatic hypotension, low blood sugar or hypoglycemia, migraines, etc. So there are a variety of other things that can cause dizziness. Getting to the root of how they're describing their dizziness is part of figuring out the problem process. Special tests. Now, how do we prove it or disprove it? What sort of tests can we do to make sure it's a vestibular issue and then maybe central or peripheral? One of the biggest components of an exam that involves dizziness is subjective interview. So you're trying to understand when it happens, how long it's been going on, when it does happen, how long it lasts. Does it come and go or is it continuous? And is it related to positional changes? A lot of the tests associated with figuring some of the peripheral versus central out. An example is to rule out or rule in peripheral condition, BPPV or benign paroxysmal positional vertigo is the Dix-Hall pike. Some other peripheral tests are head thrusts or dynamic visual acuity tests. And then throughout your exam, you're looking for central signs such as presence of hypermetria with saccade or abnormal changes in the ability to perform vestibular ocular reflex cancellation or to be able to follow a moving object with your eyes and head moving in the same direction. So a combination of tests to rule in and rule out peripheral and central testing 
and then also rule in that it's the vestibular system overall. Treatment examples. Now, what does a PT do about it? Once we've figured out that, yes, this is a vestibular issue, where's a PT come in? What's their role? Probably one of the most common vestibular conditions people will encounter is BPPV, as I mentioned, so benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, and that is treated and managed through cantilever three positioning maneuvers. So with that, there is a otoconia that get into the semicircular canals. And essentially, you're trying to move that out of there. The two primary cantilever three positioning maneuvers are Epley and the barbecue roll. If individuals have dysfunction of their peripheral nerve, one of their cranial nerve eights isn't working quite as well, or there's a hypofunction, treatment's going to be geared more towards gaze stabilization. And then if there's a movement sensitivity and perhaps more of a central component to it, you might gear towards habituation exercise or just graded exposure to the thing that's bothering them. Here's your example question. A physical therapist evaluates a patient who reports dizziness when getting out of bed. The physical therapist suspects the patient is experiencing symptoms related to the benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, BPPV, which of the following would be the most appropriate, in bold, assessment to confirm the presence of BPPV. A, head thrust test. B, dynamic visual acuity testing. C, Dick's Hall Pike maneuver. Or D, clock drawing test. Answer in your head now. All right, out of those four, Alicia, which one are we going for? The answer is C. Dick's Hall Pike. Dick's Hall Pike maneuver is an assessment in which an individual is moved into a position and it is intended to elicit a response from the presence of otoconia and the semicircular canal. Position the patient and look for nystagmus to indicate the presence of BPPV. Head thrust test is a special test looking for the ability for someone to accurately perform VOR or vestibular ocular reflex testing. This is specifically to look at peripheral vestibular hypofunction. Dynamic visual acuity testing is an additional test that looks at peripheral hypofunction. So it has someone perform the eye chart to see what their visual acuity is in a static position and then having the person move their head side to side and seeing then how low they can read on a visual eye chart, depending on the difference, could indicate the presence of peripheral hypofunction. Finally, clock drawing test. Clock drawing test is a neurological test used to identify the presence of unilateral neglect. All right, that's all you need to know. That's the bare bones for vestibular disorders on the NPTE. NPTE Study Cast, brewed by the PT Pinecast.